Welcome to Becoming Unstoppable, the podcast. So excited you're all here. I'm Jen, your host, a mindset coach for female entrepreneurs to navigate through their resistance so they can become unstoppable within their business and in their life. We all desire for big dreams to happen, but often they are a dream and it's our fears that are stopping us taking action. It's our sabotaging patterns. So this podcast is really all about how to navigate through that. It's about my experience and I will be having some of the big thought leaders of the industry coming on too. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable and I wanted this opportunity to come from a place of vulnerability and really from that storytelling perspective because I last week's episode I really spoke about the resistance that I had about recording a podcast episode. If you have a look I've got a plethora of you know podcast episodes and how I really navigated through it and I wanted to go through the you know the things that have been coming up for me and things that I've noticed in other people and how um we can either do two things when these obstacles present themselves is we can let them engulf us they can we can let them hijack our experience and just sort of feel almost like we're on a battlefield and feel defeated and or we can go hang on a minute this is actually happening for me and taking a moment to reflect and just really getting clear on it all. And, you know, I think it's, you know, in showing all parts of ourselves, the ability to do podcasting is really the ability to, you know, come from a very, it can be about vulnerability and it can be also about this place of storytelling. And, you know, if you want more of the structure, you can definitely go to my Facebook group, Becoming Unstoppable for Soul-Led Courageous Female Entrepreneurs, where I provide so many gold nuggets around sort of business and mindset and habits. But today it was calling me in a different direction. And I wanted to share that. And sometimes we feel this sort of resistance coming up. And a lot of the time we keep pushing through it and we don't just sort of take a moment to just sit with that feeling and really what it's about. And I'm doing, um, when I was sort of reflecting, I realized that I was very much in this masculine energy flow. And this isn't anything to do with gender. This is to do with energetics. So you need both the masculine and the feminine, and they both serve very different things. The masculine is very structured, very methodical, you know, and you need that, especially in business, because without it, the feminine can, things can feel too um, airy-fairy and you're sort of going without, you know, a clear direction and a purpose. But I was noticing that I was very much in this masculine energy and I could feel that there was resistance happening and you know sometimes we feel like you know we've been told or we've been conditioned to believe that certain 
behaviors we do that it's not good or it's not worthy and so we label this whole story and it becomes like oh well that didn't feel safe so when we don't feel safe that's when we push away certain parts and from someone who was a very um, you know introverted very shy person I've had to learn how to activate this inner power within myself and it's been you know everything is a journey point but I had to learn how to almost switch on this masculine energy flow so that you know really getting in the masculine but then coming into the the feminine energy of how to respond and react to people and this was very much the case in my previous life as a social worker that I saw so many people doing it wrong and they were very much in this assertive masculine energy. And at the time when I was working in this industry, it was very dominated by women, but they were still very much in this masculine energy flow. And you have to be in that energy to sort of get things done. And I find in myself, that is when I'm the most productive. I just get stuff done very quickly and I'm very focused. And then, you know, I have been, you know, and then you sometimes feel like, well, the feminine energy, you know, at times I felt in myself that I was pushing, I was resisting this. And this is where you know, when you're out in nature or you're doing sort of those things of creativity and just you go with that flow and that creativity and things just, you know, unfold and happen. And I was really being so aware and noticing these patterns that were happening, you know, and I was in this energy of being in the masculine because it never felt really safe to be in that vulnerability piece. It just didn't feel safe to me. And however, I have been told that, you know, when I was getting things done and I've been told, you know, you're too much in the masculine energy. But I, you know, that, you know, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not, it's not safe. So sometimes we can sort of create this whole narrative of either energy flow, but we both, we need both. So I was noticing that this was very much the story that I was playing and I just became aware and I wanted to sort of shift things because I think with, when you're looking at data, especially a huge part of business is marketing, marketing and selling your business, as well as obviously doing the actual business and providing the services to your clients. And so I really just went with, okay, I need to sort of refine, we need that masculine energy flow. I need that so I'm clear and people know exactly what problem I solve. But that's not to say that I can't go into this different energy flow. So you may notice within yourself that you haven't felt that it is safe to go into that energy. And sometimes it can be a very much of a learnt behaviour and so in my sort of, you know, expertise and career and doing, you know, and mindset work with all of my clients, what I've noticed is people who've had an experience in their childhood where they didn't have a lot of control, 
they feel that they've got to, you know, hold on to tenterhooks onto every situation. So to others, it may seem that they are micromanaging, but it doesn't feel safe to be in any other mindset. It, it just, to them, it doesn't feel safe. And so it's just sort of going, okay, what what do I need? And it's really going into, you know, those the Maslow's hierarchy of basic human needs. What do I need in this moment? What's this really about? Why why do I not feel safe? And it's a lot of the time, it's a story. It's a narrative that's coming up. So, you know, to, to create any change, you actually have to understand what, what it, what's going on. And so I was understanding that very much the case and just letting it be. Because when you are running a business, especially a coaching business like myself, you just as much as attracting the right dream clients, you are also repelling people who aren't. Maybe they're not. Um, they're not in that energy, but they might just be not ready yet. But you have to do both, and you have to be clear on your big vision and moving forward, and just embracing both parts. And so I went to uh, the botanical gardens, and I was, I just felt so much lighter. And then I just got more things done. So it, it's really that opportunity to come back to self, come back to self so we have those opportunities. And often we have been, especially as women, we have felt unsafe to be. So often as women, especially in recent times, a lot of women have felt that they have to assert this power and so we go very much in this masculine energy you know assertive energy and and sometimes we because it doesn't feel safe to be open and to be vulnerable and we need both we really do and sometimes we just need to be aware of what's playing out for us and surrender you know people talk about surrender and you might be like far out I can't do that <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Surrender for what? And it is hard because often it's sometimes things, it's something that is a daily practice to surrender. And it may be that surrendering is just letting go of control and accepting things of how they are. You know what I mean? So often when we feel like we're in one particular energy flow, we're really questioning what's happening here. Where is this feeling of unsafe? And just sitting with that feeling, and it's something that we are, we feel incredibly uncomfortable. So we do this avoidance. We do this through avoiding scrolling through our phones. When we get this feeling, we don't sit with this, is sort of what happens. We may go into over you know emotional eating drinking you know grabbing you know having coffee um you know drinking all of these things are ways that we're doing to self-soothe because it that feeling within us doesn't feel comfortable so we have you know we we feel like i can't sit with it and a lot of the time we've got to understand that that's the the shadow parts we've got to sit with that feeling and just go what's this feeling really about because it's just an emo emotion so it's emotion in progress 
And there are ways that we can actually move through it. We can shift. And it's also understanding that you can't go from feeling crappy and, you know, overwhelmed to feeling elated and joyful in one moment. There's a, you know, a series of different, um, a hierarchy of emotions, the, the emotional frequency that we've got to go through to feel differently. So what happens is you're recognizing this feeling and, you know, you would normally go, okay, well, I'm going to scroll through my phone now. Instead of doing that, just sitting with that feeling for a moment, even if it's 30 seconds and just feeling that emotion in your body and really ask yourself, what's this, what's this about? Where has this all come from? And a lot of the time it's a, you know, a need that is just not being met or we don't feel safe or it's a fear of being rejected right? So we have to really sort of explore all of those things to really be able to support that part. And then we can, you know, when we've sat with that feeling, we've asked our, we've done a bit of self-inquiry about what's going on for us. And then the best way to change state is through movement. And in Ayurveda, that's really what it's all about is moving state. When something doesn't feel good, but you do have to feel the feelings. Like often people don't, they'll do everything. They'll spend their whole life avoiding emotions instead of just feeling that emotion for a moment and sitting with it. So then you go, okay, this is how it feels in my body. Really being aware of where you feel it in your body. Because it, you know, do I feel it in my chest? Is it in my throat, which is your throat chakra? You know, do I feel it in my heart? Like what's happening to my my body? What am I noticing in my body? And then, you know, you're always, when you're creating change, you're moving towards your values and what's, you know, your life purpose. Okay. And you're going, okay, what's, if your, you know, if your life purpose is to feel more calm, well, what can I do in this moment to feel more calm? you know, and it may be that you're, you, you, you've got so many emotions as you might literally have to go, go, you know, get a pillow and scream into that pillow and get all of that, you know, anger out, or you might just be journaling and getting it all out. Or you might also be going, you know what, I'm just going to do some dancing and I'm going to do some embodiment practice of really feeling this feeling and then shaking that feeling away from you. So those are things that we, you know, we need to feel. We need to go, what, what's this really about? You know, and that way we can start creating change. So, yeah, like this week, you know, I was noticing that I was in this masculine energy and I do like to be productive and getting stuff done and I, very much like that and I it's a lot of the time it's unlearning a lot of those behaviors to learn a new way of being it's learning new behaviors it's learning new thoughts because when we're trying when we are creating a new habit shift you know we've been doing things for so long our brain is hardwired especially you've got to understand that you know if you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s you may have been doing this even 
not really been completely aware of what's been happening for possibly most of your life. It's been playing. So it's not just something that you are able to, you know, change immediately. When we're shifting a different behavior, we have to understand that, you know, it takes 90 days to create a habit change and then it, you know, it can take up to 120 for a permanent lifestyle change. And we've got to be committed to to doing that. So when we're noticing all of these things that are coming up or, you know, um, a thought or a belief that we're no longer questioning and it is affecting the way that we see the world and we're try- we are creating a new way of a habit, we've got to give ourselves a reward and we've got to start, you know, just doing little increments, even if it's small little increments of that habit and that change. So then we are moving closer to what we want in our life and we're moving away from those sort of, you know, negative feelings and thoughts that are consuming us. So I hope everyone has enjoyed this week's episode all about sort of the experience that I had of the masculine and the feminine energy and really about how we sit with these emotions and feelings and move through it in a way that is is a healthy a process. So if you would like to know more about me, you can have a look at the show notes or you can join my Facebook group, Becoming Unstoppable for Soul-Led Female Courageous Entrepreneurs. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. If you're ready to start your journey of Becoming Unstoppable, please join my community of Becoming Unstoppable for Soul-Led Courageous Female Entrepreneurs. This is where I share weekly trainings and all great resources. Have a lovely day.